Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry. Today, we're talking about how to set up your calories and macros the right way to shed body fat. And I really feel like this episode is not going to be an OG episode because obviously this is episode 195. We've been around for a hot minute. This is probably not an OG episode. I would consider under 100 maybe OG, right? The beginning ones. But I do think this is going to be one of those iconic, really popular, one of the most downloaded episodes. And one of those episodes I think we'll constantly refer back to because one, I've never talked about this topic in the exact way that I am going to today. But two, you're going to leave this episode with such clarity on what it means to set up your plan the proper way. And I think so often, you know, I joke whenever I want to make a change or I'm uncomfortable, I go to the results. I want to like go to the results. I want to make the changes immediately. But one of the most important things that goes into a weight loss plan is planning what changes you're going to make because you don't want to make changes that aren't necessary. So that's why paired with a lot of the questions I get specifically about how I coach my clients, how our method is structured, and really how I just encourage women to lose weight, I wanted to do an episode really spilling the secrets on actually not just what I would recommend to you, but how I actually set up my clients' plans, how our coaches inside of 90 Day Fit Bay Body, how our dietitians literally work with our clients to set up their weight loss plans. I wanted to give you all the juicy details. And part of the reason why I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode is because you're going to learn, of course, weight loss is a science. There's a science to losing body fat. But I'm also just such a believer. And I think as a dietitian that has worked with a lot of women, and I've seen a lot of different scenarios, that there is a science to weight loss, but there's also an art to coaching and weight loss. I want to teach you the tangible science that, of course, is more cut and dry, but I also want to show you the art of coaching. I want to show you the importance of context in how you approach setting up your plan for it to be successful. And I also want to give you examples. So by the end of today's episode, you are not only going to understand how to set up your calories and your macros to be able to lose body fat, but you're going to understand what decisions go into how you set up your plan. Because yes, sometimes the science of nutrition perhaps might be cut and dry, but at the end of the day, you're a living, breathing human in how you set up your plan, there has to be some thought outside of just an equation. And that's really part of the reason why my clients are honestly so successful inside of our programs, especially when they have done things that haven't worked before, because we understand this context and now it's your time to understand it too. Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot Healthy Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Before we dive into how to set up your calories and how to set up your macros, I first just want to give an overview because I'm sure there are some women coming to today's show. And even if you're not a beginner and you totally understand a lot of this concept and these topics, I do think this is important to make sure we all are on the same page of, but you need to understand what calories and macros are and even why you would want to set them up in a weight loss plan. Because let me tell you, the amount of women that come through my inbox, that come through my door of my private practice, but I don't like tracking calories or I don't like this and that. And 
you know, I'm going to be really snarky for a second. And <laughs> I'm snarky because like I'm annoying, guys. It's okay. But I love a little snarky moment because as much as some diets almost say, you don't have to care about calories to lose weight. I'm here to deliver the news you do because calories are not something debatable. We need calories to function. Our organs in our body need nutrition in the form of energy, in the form of calories to be able to function. Without calories, you will continuously lose weight and then you'll eventually perish because calories are the thing that keeps us alive. Calories on the converse are also what cause us to gain weight. But you can't avoid this conversation about calories and macros. And when you get into the depths of understanding nutrition, you will realize whether or not you track your calories and macros and what that looks like long-term for you is a complete personal choice. I don't track my calories now, but I know women that to maintain their weight, they enjoy tracking their calories and it works for them. You have to figure out your vibe. My vibe of most of the women I attract to my private practice They want to understand a straightforward way to be able to lose weight. They want to understand exactly where they are going wrong so they can hold themselves accountable. They're not here to complain. They're not here to be like, oh, this isn't working. Like They're here to understand answers. They're here to problem solve. But at the same time, most of my clients, myself, don't want to track their calories forever. And all of this is possible when you set up your plan correctly, but you can't avoid this conversation about calories and macros because these are non-negotiable things nutrition, no things that your body literally needs to function. So let's first talk calories. Calories, just like your iPhone needs a little charge at night. Sometimes mine needs a little charge during the day before you go to the gym, just like your car needs gasoline or maybe you have an electric vehicle. Whatever it is, whatever that needs a little charge in your life, your body is the same way. We get that charge, that energy through the food we eat and through calories. Calories are that energy we need. If we eat less calories than the calories it takes to maintain our weight, we will lose weight. But as we talk a lot about on this show, and that we'll do today as well, is eating less doesn't look the same for every person. If you need 2,000 calories to maintain your weight, eating 500 calories for the day is very different than 1,500. Both of them are calorie deficits, but which one is better for you? We're going to get into that. But calories are just, once again, this unit of energy we use in food sources to describe the energy we get from it. But something that we talk about a ton when it comes to weight loss and fat loss is calories are this unit of energy. And because it's a unit of energy, you know, just like weight, a weight of a water bottle versus the weight of a plant in your house. I'm literally just looking at things around my room, guys. These are all things that will weigh the same, but obviously what's made up in them is completely different. And that's where macros and also other nutritional properties of food come in. But specifically when it comes to macros, we have three macronutrients in our diet. We say macros as slang. And macros are carbs, proteins, and fats. And what's really interesting when it comes to macros, I'm chuckling because no matter what we do, there is always a diet that is telling us one of the macros is bad. One of the macros is wrong. Now, as someone who studied nutrition, I would say pretty extensively, that's what my degrees are in. I will tell you that it is not that darn simple. It is not that darn simple. There's a lot of nuance that goes into this, but we're not going to dive into that today. But what I can say is all the macros come with important qualities. Of course, the quantity matters, but important qualities and important nutritional pieces that we get through having them in our diet that are important for the puzzle of our health. 
you know, carbs pack fiber, really great example. Fiber is incredibly important for our health and our gut health in particular and weight management. Fats, we think of fats as sometimes being high calorie and bad, but fats provide fatty acids. They provide fat soluble vitamins that we must get in our diet that we can't create. Sometimes we create vitamins by the foods that we're eating, but we can't. There are some nutrients that we must acquire through fat, especially the anti-inflammatory nutrients that can prevent cancer and help with inflammation and things like that. When I think of things like protein, protein is so important for our lean body mass and our muscle mass. I talked a lot about that more recently on many of my fat loss muscle gain episodes and beyond. You know, I talk about it all the time. You know, each of the macros has an important aspect to our health and also weight management. And so really when it comes to calories and macros, it's important to understand that how you set up your calories and macros is going to be dependent on your goals and your health. So now that you know what calories and macros are, let's talk about how you set everything up. And I will say what's really important with context and how you set up a plan is not just understanding someone's knowledge level, but I'm also a big believer in taking things one step at a time. What you'll see, especially for clients inside of 90 Day Fit Bay Body, for instance, is we set up everything for them and we take out all of the guesswork. And so we're making those decisions on, okay, do we want to give you calories or do we want to give you calories and a protein target or calories and full-blown macros and all of the information? That's really important because for some women, you might not need to know everything to be able to see success. Just because these things are important doesn't necessarily mean you need to know them with all the nitty gritty detail and like almost stress yourself out. So we take out that guesswork in Fit Bay Body and set up everything for you. In the membership for context, we actually help you custom set your calories and approve your targets and offer adjustments in our community area with access to the Team TSN Dietitians. And for everyone, we do give macro guidance. So that way you know how to set up your macros in MyFitnessPal with the proper percentages that you guys will see on today's episode really align with what we do inside of our programs, which is really important. And of course, if you're a Hawk Girl Transformation member, meaning you get extra support from us, you also get food log reviews. And that's really helpful because 90 Day Fit Bay Body, actually, we do a lot of food log reviews and I do a lot of food log reviews and guidance because giving context of, okay, this is what your targets are, but this is where there's a little disconnect on, you know, for instance, with Fit Bay Body, that initial onboarding call, for us to be able to look at what you're eating is tremendously helpful because that also goes into what you're setting as your cows and macros. So it is cool in the membership, not the general membership, but if you are a hot girl transformation client in the membership, what's really cool is we do also do that food log review as part of your personalized check-ins that you get bonus access to. But regardless, what I thought would be great first is let's first talk about how to set up your calories and then we'll talk about how to set up your macros because calories have to come before macros. So really on a more tangible note, your calories, how we set them up. The first thing that we're going to want to do is just gather all of the information that is necessary. And so what I mean by this is we need really four important pieces of context. We need your age, we need your height, we need your weight, and we need your activity level. These four things are really going to be what we're using to calculate an estimated calorie budget for you. And what is important to note is when we do these calculations, we're actually not first calculating your weight loss calories. We're actually calculating your body's nutritional needs, aka your maintenance calories, how many calories it takes to maintain your weight. So typically when you're using an estimation equation, one of the first things you're doing is entering your age, your height, and your weight. 
And this is first going to calculate your resting metabolic rate, also known as resting energy expenditure. Sometimes you will also see the word BMR. BMR stands for basal metabolic rate. RMR and BMR are slightly different. We don't need to get into the nuance of it, but they're basically the same thing. Most people interchange those words. They're slightly different, but pretty much the same in this context. So after you calculate your RMR, RMR is essentially the amount of calories your body needs at baseline to maintain its weight and keep vital organs functioning. It doesn't include activity and you know some of these other things that go into how many calories you burn a day, like quality of our diet. But typically resting metabolic rate is just going to be, okay, your body at baseline, like what is that girl's metabolism and how many calories does she need? And what is just important to know, I'd like to share this because I think knowledge is power, but this is not something I want you stressing about. This is not something I want you putting a lot of thought to going down a Google rabbit hole. I'm sharing this as someone who loves science, who studied nutrition and I just think it is important to note, but because we all come from different backgrounds, and I'm not just saying we have different interests or we live different lives. What I mean by this is we all are different, right? We have different genetic things, of course, different ethnicities, and we know our ethnicities go into our nutritional needs and also our disease risk, which is really interesting in the world of health, nutrition, wellness, and of course, the medical world. So I bring this up because Before today's episode, I actually looked it up and I found actually a hopefully reputable site that shared, because I was trying to find an exact number, but there's actually around 138, I repeat, 138 known equations used to predict your estimated energy expenditure, including RMR, because that goes into it, and why there are so many different equations, because a common question I get asked is, Lauren, what website should I use? What equation? We take that guesswork out. We tell you what website to use if you're in the membership. We have a calorie calculator that my clients use with the right equation that I like to use for my clients. And then of course, in Fit Bay Body, we set everything up for you. But if you're on your own, I like to say there's so many different sites. I think you can use a whole variety of them. I'm not going to say one because there are so many that you can use. And if I say one, I think sometimes that's interpreted as, oh, this one is wrong. I just want to provide some context that there are technically a lot of different, not just websites, but equations, scientifically backed equations, which we are using these equations to estimate your nutritional needs. And so why I say this is important, especially like if you're in a research study, right? That's important. But in real life, I don't like my clients to spend a lot of time on this just because typically this is not where women are getting wrong, estimating their energy needs. because estimating your calorie needs is not just an equation. An equation can't tell you verbatim how many calories you burn a day. It can give you an estimate that is a beautiful place to start. It can be sometimes extremely spot on. It can sometimes be not exactly where you're actually at. So why I don't want you to spend a lot of time on this RMR and like, did I use the proper equation for my ethnicity is most practitioners do not go to that level of detail with their clients because This is an evolving science and we have core equations like in the hospital setting that we use for people that are morbidly obese in the ICU versus, you know, people of a normal body weight. But for the average person, this is not something you need to spend your time on. But yes, if you see things on the internet, there are different equations. It's not just websites. It actually is different equations that they use to calculate your energy expenditure. So just some fun fucking facts over here. 
All right, quick question. Are you a woman that has been wanting to lose 10 or more pounds and feel more like yourself in your body, but you have been struggling with understanding how to lose weight without gaining it back instantly and how to actually stick to healthy eating with your busy lifestyle? Or maybe you have been working out so hard, so consistently, eating healthy every single day, but you just still can't seem to drop any weight, so you're just not sure where you're going wrong. Well, if this is you, girlfriend, you are in luck because my coaching program, 90 Day Fit Bay Body, was literally created for you. Right when you join Fit Bay Body, we first set you up with our signature initial onboarding call where you get custom calories, custom macros, and most importantly, a custom game plan personalized to your body that is all based on how you eat now and what you specifically need to tweak to start seeing fat loss immediately. And to help make sure you are never stuck and your plan is actually working, you will also get access to group coaching calls every single week with me and the Team TSN Dietitian Coaches. On these calls, I absolutely love to do food log reviews, progress tracking reviews, and girl, of course, during these sessions, of course, we talk about mindset. Plus, you also get weekly online check-ins with us every single Friday, of course, to hold you accountable, plus daily access to our private coaching community area, That way, whenever you have questions or struggles that come up, we are literally always here, a message away to support you fast. And the best news is we just opened up 20 brand new coaching spots for January. So if you've been wanting to work with me personally and have custom support and accountability to ensure you get to your goals in 2024 and you actually can stay there, let this be your sign. Plus, because I'm all about go big or go home, For the first time ever, you will receive not one, but two one-to-one bonus check-in calls with your Team TSN dietitian coach whenever you want to use them in your program if you sign up before December 22nd. To apply, head to thesororitynutritionist.com backslash 90dayfitbaybody, and this link is also in the show notes for you below. That way you can submit your application and snag your coaching spot. Now back to today's episode. But anyway, with your RMR, you're going to get all of these numbers, your age, your height, your weight, which by the way, make sure you are putting this in accurately. Episode, I believe it was a few episodes before this, episode 190, Sarah, a common thing even with coaching clients is say you don't go on the scale and like your weight is actually 30 or 40 pounds different or you know, however much different. Five or 10 pounds isn't that much, but when your weight is significantly different, that can impact the accuracy of the estimation. And I see this a ton. I know our coaches, our dietitians do inside of the membership. You have to make sure you're using the proper stats. So your age, your height, your weight, all of that's important. But basically, the equation is going to give you your estimated resting metabolic rate. And from there, this next part is where people go wrong. This is where I want you to put your time and effort into. And this is your activity level. So I will say inside of the membership, we make this super simple for our clients and I basically give numbers. So basically you're going to get an RMR. Say your RMR is a thousand calories or 1200 calories. You're going to calculate that number by an activity factor. This is usually how most equations work. And if you're online, like on a a BMR RMR calculator online, you're going to basically calculate your RMR and then add on an activity factor that you choose. Now, it's important to understand about activity factors, especially depending on what calorie calculation equation you're using, is where women get wrong with calorie estimation is they overestimate their exercise and 
they have a hard time even understanding what activity factor they should be using based upon how much they do exercise, even if they aren't like actually overestimating it. And I really do find activity level is actually the most difficult aspect of setting up your calories to estimate and measure because a lot of times we think of gym sessions, but then we get into questions I know I ask my clients a lot, which is, okay, you're exercising. A lot of people tell me, okay, I'm working out three days a week. I'm like, okay, so how long are your sessions? How intense are your sessions? What are you doing in your sessions? Is the workout 30 minutes long back to back? Is that 30 minutes or that 45 minutes taking into a warm up? How long is your warm up versus the workout? How long are your rest periods? <laughs> those nuance and those questions go in. But then a whole aspect of this a lot of people miss is okay, what about your daily activity outside of the gym? Which is why inside of our programs and my method, how I like to estimate calories with my clients is okay, we're going to group activity into two different areas. We have your planned movement and then we have your just general movement throughout the day. And that's why I find if you are really trying to lose weight, I really find it helpful to track your steps. I want you to get that Apple Watch. Buy it for Christmas, girl. <laughs> like I want you to get it. And at the end of the day, it just makes it a little bit easier. You can for sure lose weight without having it, but I think it just makes it a little bit easier for estimations and also tracking the accountability aspect of this. But basically, you will want to assess your daily movement. You will want to assess your daily movement outside of the gym. And you will also want to assess your workout training program. It is not a perfect science. There are things that you can do to make it easier. And I know there's often descriptions next to the things that you're using. I know in our programs, what I have my clients do is if you're in the membership, for instance, and you're estimating your calories, because we do approve your targets in the membership. But what we do is we actually have you look at some examples of, okay, I would put 1.2 for this with this much exercise and this much movement but 1.3 would be like this. And it's an art. It's not a perfect science, but you do want to make sure you're choosing the proper activity levels. And what I do just want to mention is with activity factors, it's important to understand that the higher activity factors, heavy, usually light and moderate and sedentary are typically the factors that I use with clients more frequently. Um, very rarely do I use heavy activity because that's a lot of movement. And I do find for most of my clients, they're typically not doing that much movement. Plus with the equations that I typically use with clients, sometimes if they like overestimate, what I find is really helpful is, okay, let's not underestimate exercise, but exercise, you know, sometimes we really think we're burning a lot in it, but it's not like we're not burning a lot. It's just not as much as like we're estimating. So I find exercise is one of those things I'd rather go a little bit more modest than like put it too high. Not that I don't want to set your calories high, but typically I do find just in practice, it's better if you're on the cusp of two, like I usually go the lower end unless I'm like, oh, those calories seem really low for that person. Once again, that's where like the art blends with a little bit of the science piece and also understanding how consistent you are with exercise is really important. So basically what happens is after you have your age, height, and weight, you calculate your RMR, you add on this activity level, and then you have your maintenance calories. And from that number, that is where you're going to enter a slight calorie deficit. At TSN, we aim for calorie ranges and slight deficits. So what that means is we will take your maintenance calories minus 300. We'll take that same maintenance calorie number minus 500. That 300 to 500 range is 300 to 500 below your maintenance calories. And boom, that would be your weight loss calorie range. And once you have this information, what's really great is you can decide, okay, how many meals and snacks you want to have. But the really cool thing is then you're going to segue into, okay, how do you calculate your macros? because you can only calculate macros once you have your calorie targets. 
But I will say once you have your calorie targets, a lot of women stop there. And that's not a bad thing. I do have clients when they're more beginners, like we're just focusing on calories and balanced meals. And maybe they understand balance and like they know protein is important. And so they have some easy go-to meal ideas and they're able to lose weight with it. But I do think for most women in a perfect world, if I was to choose the way you lose weight, I want you to understand your calories. I want you to understand your protein targets. Maybe you know your full macro breakdown. But the goal is not to be like, okay, I'm so obsessed with knowing how many grams of carbs I'm having every single meal. Like, no, we don't need to go to that level of detail, but definitely your calories and your protein are incredibly important. We're going to talk about that later. But a lot of women at the end of the day, as much as you can start your weight loss journey just by focusing on calories, I don't want you to just focus on calories for your entire journey because that's also the place where a lot of women get stuck. And it actually isn't as effective because what you eat is important. And so I find for a lot of women, as much as simplifying your journey is great, if you're simplifying your journey at the expense of actually progressing yourself, that is where women get into a lot of trouble. So macros, like I said, are carbs, proteins, fats. Now that we have your calorie budget, our goal is to set up your macros because what's important to understand is the carb and protein and fat content of your diet, carbs, proteins, and fats all provide a certain amount of calories per gram. And those calories per gram adds up to your total calories, which is like your budget. So for you to actually hit your calories, you have to understand, okay, what types of macros am I having in my diet? You might be tracking your food in a food logging app and just paying attention to the calories. But what you don't know behind the scenes is based on your food choices, there are a certain amount of quantity of each macro in each food choices that is adding up basically into your total amount of calories. It's a puzzle. And that's why also if you're not tracking your calories correctly or there's mistakes, I could see a very high amount of like carbs or a certain macro, but perhaps maybe you inaccurately entered because it's showing your calories is lower. So we can actually reverse engineer. If you just told me the macros that you're having in your diet, I can actually tell you how many calories that you're eating. So to make things really simple and to understand where we get these numbers from, because there are so many different numbers and there's such an art to calculating macros for our clients. I'm going to come at this from the context of really what we do for our coaching clients. But basically, there is something called the AMDR. It's known as the Acceptable Macronutrient Distribution Range. And I consider this a very great place to start in my experience, but also looking at the science for how to set up your macros. What's important to understand about the AMDR is these are generalized but scientifically backed ranges that are best used to set up the amount of carbs, proteins, and fats in our diets. And what's important to understand is this is based on epidemiological evidence. This is not just taken from what Joe Schmo did on the internet and thought was best. Like this is actually shown through research. And epidemiological evidence is interesting because it takes large populations of data and large groups of people and really sees, okay, where are we finding it healthy to set macros at? And basically the AMDRs have adjusted over the years But currently right now, there's actually these ranges for the macros as the following. Carbs typically want to be between 45 to 65% of your diet. Protein, 10 to 35% of your total calories coming from protein. And fat is 20 to 35%. Once again, carbs, 45 to 65% of total calories. Protein, 10 to 35% of your total calories. And fat is 20 to 35%. Now, what's important to note is you're going to see these percentages. And you're going to be, wow, oh my gosh, that's a lot of information. And it is a girlfriend. 
you're also going to see that they're ranges. And then you're going to be like, okay, these are big ranges. Do I do 45 or 65 for carbs? Do I do 10 or 35% for protein and vice versa for all the different macros? So it's important to understand like rapid fire. When I set macros with my clients, there are a few ways to calculate it, but I like to use the AMDR as a starting place for many of my clients, especially for clients that they don't track macros. They haven't really had a lot of experience tracking calories before. And to be really blunt, their diets are chaotic. I do find giving them general guidance on these can be really helpful, especially as they track so they can start to put together the pieces of, okay, I'm not as consistent as I thought I was day to day as I'm actually locking in my food. But what also is important to understand is as much as I'm giving you a carb, fat, and protein target, what I care most about, and we sometimes literally do this with clients in Fitbit Body, is we just give a calorie and protein target. And that way we're simplifying eating. I know in the membership, we always encourage this to our clients that you're going to get breakdowns of how we want you to set up your MyFitnessPal and the macros. But I care about you hitting your calories, your weekly calorie averages, and I care about your protein targets. And that's really because calories and protein are the most important targets for fat loss and keeping muscle and seeing progress. We actually see for carbs and fats, there is not a specific number of carbs you have to hit. There is context here. You're very active and you're highly under-consuming carbs. That is not going to be beneficial because the higher physical activity that you have, the more intensity you have, the more you're actually utilizing carbs. So there is some nuance and context there that I might say calories and protein are most important. But if you are so misbalanced on the macros, it could perhaps hold you back. So you know, don't eat my words up and take them at face value. But also with fat, for instance, if you're eating an extremely low-fat diet, you might not be getting enough of the fat-soluble vitamins that you need in your diet. And there can be other complications that can happen. So that's why as much as people are like, I could be low-carb, I could be high-carb, I think two truths really hold true with setting up macros. One, you have to look at your eating patterns and what you actually stick to because we see with long-term nutrition research, your ability to stick to your diet is the most important thing. Yes, you know, having perfectly set up macros is great, but like at the end of the day, adherence is king. I always say calories are king, but adherence is king. You being able to adhere to your diet is king. The second thing I think that's really important to understand is having balance. I think balance is sometimes so underrated. There are some people that might thrive on a slightly lower carb diet and there might be medical reason for it. There are some people that might thrive on a slightly lower fat diet and different things like that. And so I just really think as long as you have balance and you have a diet you can stick to and you're hitting your calories and protein, 99.99 times percent, you are going to be fine. But it's when you get into these this like all or nothing mindset, the macros are really all over the place every day, that is where women get into a lot of trouble. So when it comes to the AMDR, you guys see that these are percentages. So basically what happens is you would do some calculations and my fitness pal does this for you, which is why my clients do this this way in the membership. And of course we do good old hand hand to paper, I guess, keys, keyboard, fingertips to keyboard. That's what I should be saying for my my online coaching clients and Fitbit body. We do those calculations for you. But what's really great in apps like MyFitnessPal is you are not going to need to do all of those calculations, nor do I want to teach that to you today because we have technology and that is just not worth your time. And I know you're booked and busy, but basically you will want to make sure your AMDR percentages calculate up to a hundred percent. And I know we give you those numbers inside of the membership, but basically, you know, say you did 40 for carbs or 45 for carbs. 
and you did 25 for protein, 30 for fat. Like you will want to make sure that adds up to 100. Those apps will make it add up to 100 for you. And then it will spit you out per the calories per grams and all of the behind the scenes calculations, how many carbs, fats, and proteins you should be having in grams. So you understand, okay, in my food choices, how do I hit it with food logging? What's important to understand though, with the AMDR is because it is percentages, if your calories are drastically too low or your calories are drastically too high, not related to miscalculations, but related to rare medical circumstances, it can actually mean you're not necessarily hitting your body's nutritional needs. For example, if you took 10%, which is one of the values for protein, if you took 10% of your daily energy requirements, it would equate to around 120 calories or 30 grams of protein for a person on a 1200 calorie diet. And that would obviously, I can tell you with confidence after calculating a lot of nutritional needs, that would actually be too low for women, which of course I don't promote 1200 calorie diet. So that's just something to think about. So what's important to understand is, yes, these are ranges, but typically most of my clients, unless you might be like very, very overweight, 10% of your calories typically aren't coming from protein. It's going to be closer to 20 or 30%, put it that way. And these aren't things I necessarily want you and expect you to know off the top of your head, but it's important context because these are estimates and the AMDR is helpful, but there are actually more specific ways we can calculate these targets. I know we do that inside of Fitbit Body. And as a general rule of thumb, it works for many women. But if you are on the very low or very high end, you might need to adjust your nutritional needs from that AMDR if you're doing it that way. It's a great place to start though. So basically what I do with my clients besides the AMDR is I also find it helpful, not so much for carbs and fats, but especially for protein is depending on the person's activity level, what we will do inside of Fitbay Body is we will actually take the person's activity level. And if you're more sedentary, we're on the lower end. If you're more active, obviously on the higher end, but basically there are ranges of the amounts of protein per kilogram per body weight that you need based upon your physical activity and your age. Another context that goes into this is if you are more older, if you are in menopause, if you have, if we know you have low bone mass, those are things that are going to increase your protein requirements independently of fat loss because fat loss increases your protein requirements. But then we have context as maybe you're going through menopause and you're 50 or 60 years old and you're getting older. All these things actually impact the amount of protein that you would need compared to if you're just calculating your normal maintenance calories. So basically what would happen in that scenario is you might want to do some reverse math. So, you know, if I have a woman for instance, and I'm going to do this calculation with you guys right now. If I have a woman who say is, let's say she's 160 pounds, she wants to lose like 30 pounds, 130 is like a confident weight for her. I would take her weight divided by 2.2. That is 72.7 kilograms. So we'll just call it 73. So she's around 73 kilos. And say I I'm calculating her calories and macros, and she eats like a decent amount of protein, like consistency is her struggle. She doesn't exercise like that much, to be quite honest. Maybe I would put 1.2 as her starting place. That'd be around 87.6, and I'm a big rounder when I work with clients. So I'd say, okay, so she needs around 90 grams of protein. So if she needs 90 grams of protein, we will want to try to see what percentage it is there. So, you know, say her calories were, you know, 1,600. I go, okay, 0.25 divided by four. 
that would be around 100 grams of protein. So if she needs around like 90 grams of protein and then 25%, which is within the AMDR of 10 to 35% for protein, I might just set her at 100 grams. And that way I'm pushing her a little bit, getting her a little bit more protein. What's something really great too I do with clients, and hopefully this is all making sense to you guys as I'm talking it out, or we do this to make sure obviously everything adds up to 100% for the macros that we're aiming. But you could put protein below 25%, but typically anywhere between 20 to 30 is usually where I fall. But what I love doing is actually setting macros with like specific percentages. So protein is going to be 25, carbs are going to be 45% or whatever it is. What I like doing with clients is I will say, okay, these are your macros. This is your calories. But what I want you to understand is 100 I know right now is not something I know you're going to hit, but I know you're going to get there. So anywhere between 90 to 100 grams is great. Focus on your calories, hit 90 to 100 grams of protein after I did all these calculations. And then that woman walks away with something so simple. And that's my point in this. I'm teaching you and telling you what goes into the thought process of how I set up my clients' calories and macros. But at the end of the day, the key with this not being confusing, without this being overwhelming, and what I really believe is making this straightforward so you actually do it, is in the communication. And that's actually something me and my team really focus on. It isn't just the numbers, but it's how we're presenting the information. That is really what makes a lot of this different. Because what happens to a lot of women, you're brand new to this journey, you want to lose weight, you get all these macros from some online coach, and then there's no conversation on what's important, what you should hit, how you should hit it. And I know you're fucking overwhelmed. So that's why I actually learned very early on because I would get into this math stuff, do all these calculations and my clients, I could see them when I was early on. I'm like, this is not landing. So that's where I really came up with this approach of, okay, let me give you your calorie budget. You're going to track it every day. You're going to focus on your meal times. How does it feel? The next thing we're going to focus on is protein. Sometimes we do two at once, but sometimes we separate it out. And with that calorie budget, the next thing I want you to do is at those meals, you have 100 grams of protein that we calculated out that is your body's needs for weight loss to make sure you're eating more. Because I know you're not very active right now. We want to get movement in, but you know, right now you're eating you know, 80 grams some days. We want to bump up around 20. So what you're going to do is as you're logging your food and you've already gotten so good at trying to hit that 1600 calories or whatever number it is, we're going to focus on how you can start to hit 30 grams of protein in every meal. So you have an easy timer. Say you like 20 grams breakfast, 30 lunch, 35 dinner, and then a snack to be that buffer to get you to that 100 grams. And I find this work so effective. I can't even imagine coaching women another way because it just makes it so simple and easy. Because like I said, at the end of the day, calories and macros, whether you track them, they're important. Your body has nutritional needs. And part of my job is to be that liaison in giving the calculation, but also helping you understand how to hit it. And that's really where the magic happens with weight loss. It's not knowing the numbers. You can know what you need to do, but that doesn't mean shit. It's actually doing it, actually doing it in a way without having to stress out about numbers all the time, just learning, okay, what's the point here? I need to eat high protein. I have these numbers. Okay, how am I going to hit 100 grams of protein? That's really the valuable aspect of this. So what's also important to understand before we wrap up, guys, is Context is king, meaning how you're eating now. And I just really want to encourage you, especially for members in the membership, is as you are making these changes, 
don't just focus on the numbers, but get reflective on your eating habits, especially when you're first beginning. And what I mean by this, especially with New Year's coming up, as a big time where women want to up level, you know, begin to track calories and macros and change their body, change their physique, work towards their fitness goals. And, you know, I really want you to take some time to reflect on what are your eating habits now? Because if you are eating a high amount of protein, that's probably not the thing holding you back. Maybe it's your calories. Maybe it's hitting your calories because you tend to go over them. Maybe it is the carb piece and how it's really low some days, really high other days. The thing that is holding you back is the thing you need to focus on. If you are eating 40 grams of protein, do not try to eat 120 grams the next day. Maybe 1% of the population will be able to do that, but most people will not be able to. Meet yourself with where you're at. And that also goes into how you calculate your macros. And most importantly, understand with calories and macros, you do not have to do this alone. I'm explaining this. I even say mansplaining sometimes. I want to give you the juicy details because this stuff lights me up. This is why I love being a dietitian because it's so cut and dry and straightforward. But also it's really important to understand is there's an art, there's a science, and you are a human being and a person. And so it isn't just about black and white, dry cut information when it comes to nutrition and also is applying it to your real life. And that's why TSN exists. If you want the numbers, we're probably not the program for you. But if you want the numbers and the context on actually how to hit them and getting support, especially in a program like 90 Day Fit Bay Body, we're here to provide that guidance to you. So obviously you can take this information, run with it, do it on your own. I hope you guys absolutely crush it. But of course, if you are looking for more support, you always have us in your back pocket. You can apply to 90 Day Fit Bay Body and of course, get that support and guidance where we just take out all the guesswork for you help you through every aspect of your journey. And of course, if you want a place to start, that is a little bit more do-it-yourself. We have my beautiful membership program where you're going to get a personalized calorie budget. We're going to help you approve your targets and of course, get macro guidance in there. So you know, okay, what targets do we need to be able to hit, be able to lose fat? and How can I actually go about hitting them? I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Of course, if you enjoyed it, please leave a rating and review. Always a big love moment because I love you guys and I will see you guys next time. Hey, girlfriend, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about eating right for fat loss and never gaining weight back, I'll be continuing this party on Instagram where you can find me at sorority.nutritionist posting inspiration every single day. Also, if you're wondering where to get started on your journey, be sure to head to the sororitynutritionist.com backslash quiz to take my free quiz that will tell you why you aren't losing weight and what you can begin to do about it so you can see progress faster. You can also find any other links and resources mentioned in the show at the sororitynutritionist.com under free resources. I hope you have such a beautiful day and I will see you next time, girlfriend.